0: Hey everyone, I'm Scott Cunningham aka Scotty Business and today we're here with Andrew Huntley from Dapscoin and he is the CTO there and uh, sure. if you'd like to just start off by introducing yourself that'd be awesome.
1: Uh, well you did a great introduction already Scott. Um, yeah, Andrew is CTO of Dapscoin, uh, been in IT for about 20 years now. Um, started with Dapscoin last year August uh, when uh, development kicked off. Um, you know obviously Knowing Adele, She said to me, she said, look, you know, you've, you've got an opportunity now. Um, I had just left previous company that I was working for and um, yeah, I've been doing coin ever since. Awesome. Yeah, I'm
0: actually uh, originally from IT. That's what I went to school for, um, for four years, um, oh, right. about six years ago. Yeah, so. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah,
1: no, I I didn't do a degree or anything like that. I went straight into. Oh, okay. so, Yeah, I did the Microsoft qualifications and just sort of worked my way up from there. Um, in the, the IT IT um, you know industry in South Africa is very much more about experience than than qualifications. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how I got my foot in the door.
0: Okay, awesome. Yeah. So, um, how how busy is your day with everything you've got going on with DApps? <laughs>
1: Well, uh, you know, like we had a quick conversation this morning, um, you know, I'm pretty tired from a lack of sleep. Uh, it, The days vary. Um, most of the time, it's it's fairly stock standard. Um, you know, anything from, from sort of 12 to 14 hours, uh, mainly dealing with uh, the technical aspects of the coin itself, dealing with the wallets, you know, dealing with developers. Um the, then uh, you know, every now and again, I do get a lot of DMs from community members asking for you know help and tech support, all of that sort of thing. We always jump, in, I always jump in the tech support channels when there's highly technical questions that need answering that um, the, the the admins of current team feel that they that they can't necessarily answer. Then there's partnership discussions. There's discussions with uh, with third parties. There's uh, you know, dealing with dealing with multiple things a, on, a, on a daily basis. Sometimes things pop up, and you you know it's it sort of distracts you from what you were currently busy with. And you know it's like two, three, four hours worth of uh, of checking up on things. But uh, it happens a little bit less these days um, than it used to in the beginning, just after the mainnet launch. Um, but there are still quite a large number of things that do tend to pop up and distract me uh, throughout the day that are, you know, DApps related. Uh, but yeah, pretty pretty busy.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. So, for people who don't know what DApps is, can you give them a brief in, uh, introduction to that?
1: Sure. Uh, DApps is a decentralized anonymous payment system. It is a full blown privacy coin. So, what we did was we, we 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 took multiple technologies that we felt were were cutting edge in the space in terms of um, proof of stake and proof of stake mechanisms specifically posb3 and we then merged that with what we felt at the time were the were the best um privacy aspects from from other coins like monero which is ring ct and ring sigs and bulletproofs Uh, a lot of people would say, oh, but, you know, there's all this new technology that's coming out, you know, Mimble Wimble and uh, ZK stocks and ZK snacks and everything else. Like, yeah, cool, that's fine. But we took what we felt were the best. And we've, now mer- we've merged those together to form a proof of stake privacy coin. And one of the only privacy coins in the world that is on a proof of stake chain that also has three separate methods of income generation, which is uh, staking masternoding and uh, proof of audit mining a uh, proof of audit what that is is that is our own proprietary consensus mechanism which audits the emissions of the network so what happens a lot uh, what, what used to happen in in, in a lot of uh, proof of stake chains is that the emissions themselves could actually be forged so you would get fake stake you would get um uh, long distance attacks, all of that sort of thing that would take place. and basically what this what the system does is it audits every, uh, 60 or more at any point in time. Usually it usually kicks off every hour. Uh, the proof of audit miners kick in and they actually audit the emissions of the chain to ensure that nobody has been trying to inject blocks or or attack the chain and and thereby generate fake coins not by generating fake transactions because double spends aren't possible anymore, but by generating that through the emissions.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. And I guess um, I guess you're definitely more secure than uh, Monero since they recently had a hack or I can't remember exactly what it was. It was very recently, that. though. Yeah, uh,
1: yes, I did. I did hear about that. I don't know the details of it just yet. Um, we we're probably one of the first or uh, well, not one of the first, but one of the very few coins that has ever done a security audit pre mainnet release. Um, so instead of just basically going, hey, here's the here's the coin or here's the here's the code go use it and then afterwards going Ugh, Okay, well, that's a bug. We've got to fix that. That's an error. We've got to fix that We did it um, Beforehand we, we, we had the code checked. We had the security audit done. We had the consensus algorithms checked. Uh, we had everything uh, basically run through by Red Sec, and Got the bill of health, which was which was fantastic so our code as of now is as far as we know, based on current attack vectors, is unattackable.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it's just uh, it's just ironic that like it happened so recently and then we're doing the interview now. Yeah. Um and, and as I understand it, your code or your like DAPS coin is very similar to Monero, but Monero isn't really as private as people actually think it is, and that's kind of the thing that you guys saw. Do you want to sort of uh, lay that out for everyone?
1: Um, I think I think I think we need to quantify the statement. Monero has, Monero is private, right? Um, in terms of the technology that they use, in terms of ring CT and everything else that is private, in terms of the DNS nodes that that were run and i I, i'm not sure if they're still run by fluffy pony or not um but the dns seeders essentially for the network which is what allows wallets to it doesn't allow wallets but it it it, it basically hands off connections for 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 wallets to different uh to other nodes that have that have broadcast themselves on the network Uh, those were all centralized essentially and um it allowed uh there, there was some ip capturing and all of that sort of thing that took place and you know there's some, there's some weird issues with that. Uh, DApps is essentially private from the word go. Now, again, there are going to be people, and I think, I think in this world, in, in the world of crypto, we need to be realistic with, 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 with our expectations and with our, um, what's the word I'm looking for? With our thought processes. And that is, look, anytime you are sending coins to an exchange with KYC, you're, that is not a private transaction. The, the exchange knows who you are. And anytime you send coins from the exchange back to your back to your wallet again, again, the exchanges know who you are. So I think the, I think the full privacy aspect is, is, is obviously entirely applicable when you're talking on a peer to peer basis. So if I'm sending you coins or you're sending me coins, nobody knows about that. And Mm -hmm. that is, that is where the full privacy comes in. Where it also comes in is the fact that there is no way in any shape or form on our network that anybody can query your wallet Anywhere, anyhow, and actually acquire your balance or see your transactions Because of the stealth addressing mechanism the network the network knows who it was sent to But because of the way that the stealth addresses and everything else all the privacy technologies on top um, obfuscate that data Right now there is no way to determine who has what in any wallet and we actually do get queries We get people coming to us and going, Hey guys, listen, can you please check my wallet and make sure that my transaction arrived? I'm like, no, we can't do that. There is no, literally no way to do it. Um, So I think, you know, DAP's privacy is, is most definitely front of mind. Uh, We're always thinking about whenever we do things, we're always thinking about, uh, about two things. And that's number one, privacy and number two, potential attack vectors. Uh, it's why we removed well poisoning, you cannot send messages and you cannot put descriptions on transactions because we don't want the well being poisoned. Uh, mm-hmm. we, you know, there are all these things that we take into account piece by piece by piece every single time we're actually developing something moving forward. Uh, for example, there is, uh, I'm not gonna say the name of the coin because I, I just, I just don't do that. But there is a coin, which is one of the parents of, of the code base we forked from, which is Pervex, who has an attack vector through HTTP requests. So you can actually, if you can tell the wallet to go to an HTTP, uh, uh, to an address, you can actually force that wallet to do it. It will make that HTTP request. And at that point, you can almost run any JavaScript you want on wow. that wallet. And essentially glean information off of it. Yeah. We removed those things. We made sure yeah. those things down.
0: Okay. Yeah. And um, and then, as I understand it, the the way that the stealth uh, stealth works on DApps is you create a different address every time that you send, so that it's impossible Correct. to. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's really cool. And yeah, it's only and, the sending addresses that. that it, so the way that it works is um, your receiving address remains constant. So your when you generate a wallet and 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 you get your you know four one x y z nine ten blah blah your ninety nine character um, wallet address. That address is what you're always going to give to people. Unless you create another thing, which is called an integrated address, but which is a completely different story. But um, integrated addresses are basically what um, people will use in order to have payment IDs. So if I give you an integrated address with a payment ID of like one, two, three, four, five, I know, okay, this is Scott sending me these coins. Like you can, you can do that within within Dapps. You can do it within Monero as well. it's one of the it's it's the technology basically that exchanges and um, other organisations use in order to to determine like okay who are these coins for because in a in a in a privacy network where every send is is a is a stealth address you how would you know like okay this is if if you just had one master privacy account like, where is it where is it going and with DApps at the present moment in time you can only create one master privacy account and everything else underneath it is then owned by that private key. Okay.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And then I I remember another thing that they pointed out um, when I was at Futures talking with your team, they said that um, by default, Monero will not necessarily always be private and you have to enable that. And some people might not know that, whereas you guys already have that on by default. I don't know if that's different now, but at the time, I, I think that's what it was. Uh, there's okay. a lot of
1: privacy coins that have that um you know the, the 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 sort of optional privacy and it was kind of a weird thing uh, I, you know i've been talking with a few people in the industry and they reckon that on average probably only about five to eight percent of transactions made on optional privacy networks are actually private uh, mm. the rest are all are all open public facing people people don't seem to think about it I don't, I don't know if they don't care about it or if they don't worry about it or if it's just not a factor for them but uh, you know It's kind of strange, but yes, with dApps, it's always, you cannot turn it off. You cannot turn our privacy, Mm -hmm. uh, our privacy technology off. We we completely remove that ability.
0: Mm -hmm. And I guess because there's a smaller pool of people actually sending privately, it might be easier to try to figure out who those people are considering only 5% or or 8% or whatever are actually using that. Is that correct?
1: It's correct to an extent I think um, you know like, like one of the things that we, we we decided upon quite early was the ring sizes right so ring sizes within within your ring CT is very important because that's the number of decoys that are added into a transaction in order to uh, obfuscate the, 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 the real transaction and if you've got a ring size of three for example well you know, it's not really going to take very long for somebody to, to figure out you know, what the real transaction was, which is why Monero is currently at 11. Um, I, they were going to increase it to, I believe it was 12 with this last release of their um, their their proof of work algorithms, but I don't think they did. Um, we decided to make it a variable between 12 and 15. Now, the reason for it is initially what we had was we had a manual system. So you as the user could go, okay, I want to to add 11 decoys or, you know, 13 um, because we thought, well, you know, people need to be able to choose. Obviously, the, 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 the number of decoys determines the uh, data packet size and that data packet size determines the fees that you pay. So we thought, okay, well, maybe we'll, we'll just do this, you know, have a manual slider. And then the thought came along, well, hang on. What if somebody really likes the number 13? And so every single time they make a transaction, there's 13 decoys. Everybody else always uses 11. You'd be able to de-anonymize that transaction based on the fact that that single transaction always has 13 decoys. Hmm. So we completely stripped out the ability for that to be done manually. And we now do it automatically within the system where it picks a random number between 12 and 15. Um okay. decoys. And that what that means is that there are far less. You can look at one transaction, it's it it can have twelve uh decoys. You can look at another transaction, it was sent by the same person to the same person, it'll have 14 decoys, for example. So what that does is that obfuscates the data even further because there is no predetermined pattern.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it really seems like you guys have thought of everything that everyone else didn't think of and you kind of covered that. So that's that's really awesome. Um, <laughs> so what are some of the next big updates coming for DapsCoin?
1: So at the present moment what we're what we're really working on is we're working on the stability of the wallet. Um the current wallets are very very stable. We have had many many good reports coming back from that, but there's there's still some fine tweaking that we need to do. Um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of different areas of of the wallet because it's such a complex, um, chain and has so much complexity within the code. There are a lot of things that, 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 that people are, some people struggle with in terms of like understanding, like how full nodes work, why do I have to bootstrap? um why does this thing take such a long time to 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 to, um you know process transactions like if if somebody bootstraps and open up the wallet well it's got to run through you know two i think we're at two hundred twenty-two thousand blocks already at you know and it's got to go through every transaction it's got to apply the private key it's got to apply to the decoys as well so there's a lot of fine tuning that we're doing right now before releasing any 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 massive um massive new stuff. However, one of the things that we are trying to work on is a a unique way of the wallet actually being able to self-determine whether it's on a fork or not, and actually being able to provide the user with enough data that they can go, okay, cool, yes, I would like you to either automatically unfork yourself, (laughs) you know, or... (laughs) um, uh, or or you know, at least provide them with enough information that they that they that, that they know what to do. So it's all for us it's all about now that the technology is out there it's 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 proven itself. We know that the wallets are stable. We know that for 99.9% of the time everything is good. What we need to start doing now is we need to start really ramping up the uh, the user experience and making sure that the user experience is 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 not what we feel it should be, but what we perceive people's um, desires to be based on the feedback we've got. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that
0: makes sense. And um, in terms of, uh, I guess we already talked a lot about this, but where do you feel that DApps is unique or similar, or how does it fit in with all the other privacy coins out there?
1: I think what DApps fits in is pretty much in the middle of... of <laughs> You know the you've got i don't want to say left or right because somebody might pick that up politically and they're like oh yeah Yeah. these guys are conservative whatever um i think you have different schools of thought you have the proof of work schools of thought and you have the proof of stake school of thought and you have within the proof of work school of thought you have more of the um the ring signature side of things you know the moneros etc um z coins and all that and in the proof of stake side of things there are there's Pivx and a few others, um, you know, not not overly many, but where DAPS sits is pretty much for me in the middle. It is a very easy uh, wallet to get up and running. You turn on staking, you leave your wallet, and off you go. Um, and I think I think where Dapps fits in is is just ni- nicely seated in that middle section where. We don't have problems with having to be ASIC resistant because we're not a proof of work algorithm. Um, we're also in the, and there's a lot of people that will argue that ring CT and ring SIGs and bulletproofs are, you know, that's 2019 tech that, 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 that tech is, you know, it's, it's horrible. It doesn't work or it's old. And the thing that people don't realize is, uh, you have the internal combustion engines old, we still use it because it yeah. works. Um, so I understand a lot of people are trying to push, you know, the boundaries of what of what is possible with with privacy technologies. But a lot of times when that happens, you know, it doesn't work quite well for the first for the first few years because it's still a new technology. Um, so we have tried and tested things that we know work. And we've integrated those into in, into the chain and into the wallets. And that is why I believe we sit firmly smack in the middle of pure privacy, usability, and, you know, good practices in terms of how we built the chain, maintain the chain. And in terms of, you know, the, 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 the income stream model or the emissions model as well is, is quite lucrative.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. and um so where where do you see you guys are like where would you ideally end up in like five years from now? like what's the ideal vision for dapps coin in in the long term?
1: i think it's I think it's a very difficult thing to to um to articulate in the current market. I think there's a lot of coins out there that they just don't know what the future what the future is. Um, mm-hmm. But the bear market. I mean, some people are talking about crypto winter. Other people are talking about crypto ice age. Um, you know, the 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 bear market. Everything is 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 is, is continuing. For us, as an organisation, we we want to see forward movement. We want to take DApps into the next levels by actively growing the ecosystem. A lot of people will talk about use cases and mass adoption and, you know, all of these, all of these different things. And I think what what needs to happen is a bit of a sort of a reality check in order to say, well, look, you know, mass adoption is not going to happen until I can buy my groceries with crypto. If I can't do that, mass adoptions, it's, 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 it's a pipe dream. Um, I think use cases and the ability for things to be used for coins overall to be used in, in in the real world is excruciatingly important and will bring that mass adoption to it. And that's what we're trying to do is we're 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 actively going out looking for partners. There is one, I can't say who, because we're we're still in, you know, sort of talking, negotiating, looking at at, at, at you know integration, et cetera, et cetera. But there is yeah. a really fantastic group um, who have developed a hardware wallet and a point of sale system that actually works with uh, their hardware wallet. Um, Yeah. And they, they, they're really pushing this. Like these are some of the brightest guys I've ever seen in my life. They are absolutely phenomenal. They've got a great idea, a great vision for, for, for their product. And those are the sorts of things that what we want to do as dApps is attach ourselves to those individual products. I'm not going to go and build a hardware wallet. Why would I? You know, yeah. there's. Uh, I, I, I'm a fan of the Uber model, where you take a whole bunch of little things and you plug them all together and you integrate them, and then you know you 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 eventually have this ecosystem running. But you didn't have to build a GPS or a phone or anything of that nature. Um, mm. So that's really what 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 our vision is. Where we are five years from now, hopefully, um, with with forward momentum, is top ten, top twenty coin. Uh, I think privacy coins are going to do quite well. Um, you know, over the next two years or so, um, but again, that's up to the market. It's up to people, um, mm. and I don't, I don't think crypto is a very predictable market at this particular moment in time. But for us, yeah,
0: it's it's always challenging looking five years ahead. But it's always just kind of like, what's the ideal if everything worked out perfectly? Kind of
1: let's let's say if everything goes absolutely peachy right the harvesting happens and it's 2017 or all, all over again for like the next 5 years yeah uh, we want dash to be competitive within within the privacy market we want to be seen as a top level coin that has the privacy aspects that, that 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 people who who want that are looking for in a trustworthy system in a trustworthy manner and we want to be we want to be recognized as a genuine competitor Within that specific space, and yeah. I think we I think we'll get there. I definitely do. Um, we, we we're not stopping. It's as you know. Oh, it's crypto winter. Like everyone, everybody sort of hunkers down and goes goes to sleep. No. We're not doing that. We're, we're constantly pushing through. We're constantly trying to push new ideas and trying to get things moving. So I think it's a possibility. Like if if every if, if the stars align, yeah, definitely. Um within the next five years, you know, top 20 coin, one of the top five privacy coins in the world, if not the top um, in my personal opinion, but I'm biased. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. Um, what would you say to someone
0: who says, you know, why do you need a privacy coin? What are you trying to hide? Like, you, you shouldn't have to hide what you're doing with your transactions. What What would you say to someone like that? <coughs>
1: yeah, you know, the old uh, AML question. Um, <laughs> look, my my thoughts on it are this, and and it, it it sort of harks back to I don't know if you saw the interviews. Um, and f- in fact, I don't know if they've published it yet. The, but we. Uh, there's a thing called publicized blockchain that happened around consensus and um, We were we were invited to pitch at, um, at publicized blockchain and I did and It's a very simple process um, in your private life today how, how much do you think is private how much, how much of what you do do you think is actually private? Right. So I would say probably very 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 little Well, you got to think about it in terms of like, do you, do you have a phone and have you allowed Facebook, Instagram, uh, Google Chrome, whoever it is, access to your microphone or your camera, right? Probably.
0: Yeah. At various points. Yeah. For, for Facebook messenger and different things. And then, you know, exactly. yeah, yeah.
1: How many times have you been talking about a topic, and, I, and this has actually happened to myself, other people I know, you're talking about a topic, you're, having a, you're just having a casual conversation at home, and next minute you open up Pinterest or Instagram, and all of a sudden there's an ad for the thing that you were talking about half an hour ago.
0: Yeah, all the time. And people are always bringing that up uh, in terms of like, oh, like this is scary, but it's like, uh, but you're also you know, enabling that to be possible, so...
1: Well, you are enabling it to be possible, and and if you have Alexa or um, uh, what the, the Google Nest, as I think they're calling it now, any of these products are, are listening to you. They are potentially filming you. they the, your private life. Like you think you're all private at home, and you you know what you do in the privacy of your own home is your own business. It isn't. It's it's not that anymore, and I think. Part of the problem that, that, that crypto has and part of the perception that it has been forced upon us is that of if you're making private transactions or you're using crypto, you're doing it for negative purposes, it's, anti- money, it's, it's money laundering, you're trying to subvert the government, you're trying to do all these things. And you, No, it's not. It's not that. It's that I believe I have a right to privacy. That you know, yes, I may earn a salary and I pay my taxes, and you know, I give all my bits and pieces to the government and everything else. What I do with that money afterwards is none of your damn business. Yeah. And people have become, I think, complacent in that. And they go, oh well, you know, they know what I'm doing anyway, so I might as well just do it and just, you know, please leave me alone in my house and don't come and don't, you know, don't come knocking on my door, or raiding me or whatever the scenario is. Why? Why do you have to be that way? You don't have to. You can you can take a a coin like Dapps and you can you can send a transaction. I let's say it was me to you, and you're just like, hey dude, you know, look, ugh, you know, times are a bit tough, or you know, or maybe you you purchase something for me online, like it's like a game on Steam or something. I'm like, yeah, dude, I'll send you the money real quick. And instead of sending cash, instead of going through the banks, taking ages, you know what? Da, 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 and go into dApps, put in your address, boom, done. There you go, Scott. There's, there's your money paid. You happy with that? Yeah, cool. Sweet. Uh, privacy, is, it needs to be a thing. We yeah. need to take it back. But people don't. They and and I understand, you know, governments and everybody else, you know, making this big malarkey out of things and going, oh, you know, the, uh, anti-money laundering laws, and we need to know everything. Well, why? Why do you need to know what I'm doing? Like, where does it stop? Yeah,
0: yeah, because you know, it's funny. Like I uh, I made a video a while back on um, mixing transactions for like Ethereum or Bitcoin. And um, and some people said, it's like, well, why would you ever want to do that? Like, you mm. shouldn't care if people were to figure out who's sending what. And I said, I mean, would you let would you give the government your email password? You know, it's like it's kind of like the same thing. And it's and it's yeah. not like they're going to come send emails on your behalf. And that's why you have a password. It's more like, would you be would you care if they read them? And it's like, well, I have nothing to hide, but. I don't need them seeing you know what I'm saying to people, and it's the same thing for transactions or whatever else it might be. and I think uh pe- like you said, people just become really complacent with that, and it's just uh it's concerning
1: well, oddly enough, there was a the, 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 there's a gentleman is part of our community um who. He he's involved in in, in various levels with uh, government in, in in the United States, and he's a massive crypto fan. And he's basically his thought process is: I will try and change the the perception from the inside out. And okay. one of the interesting things that he said is, and I, I I forget the state now, but there is a state in 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 the U.S. where the the purchase of alcohol is considered—it's frowned upon, right? It's not like it's considered a bad thing, but it—it's it, frowned upon. It's something that people look and go, "Oh, geez, you—you uh, you know, why are you buying that?" You know, it's nothing more than a cultural perception. <coughs> mm. Sorry, but within that cultural perception, obviously, there's—you know—there's people like, "Hey, I don't—I don't want anybody knowing." what I what I bought so you know uh, so what they do is they cross state borders and they go and purchase it in a different state and then they bring it back over. Yeah why do you have to feel that way about about you know buying a beer or a bottle yeah. of wine or something like that And that's where the privacy aspect comes in is because you know integrate dapps into the bottle store the guy walks in, you know hardware wallet tap pay, purchase is made. And he has his alcohol and people go, Oh, um, you know, like, Oh, he's got alcohol. Oh, okay. Fine. But anybody looking at those transactions wouldn't have the faintest idea about what he has been purchasing. And I think that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's key in this world is I, I feel there's a sense of complacency that, 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 that takes place around, um, people, their transactions, their, 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 their lives. You know, we've all become very, we want, um, extreme ease of use and we're willing to sacrifice anything for it. Yeah. And I, I, yeah, that's that's kind of wrong. I mean, yes, the most private transaction anybody can ever make in the world today, right now is still cash. Right. As if Mm. I give you $10, there is no transactional unless I get a receipt there's mm-hmm. no transactional reference for that for that money changing hands there's there's, there's, yep. there's no record of it and that's why 85% of money laundering still takes place in cash <laughs> because yep. you can and then that. they still
0: want to point the finger at crypto right
1: <laughs> exactly well, the ceo of westpac bank here in here in australia uh, was forced to step down after the uh, a royal commission discovered hundreds of millions of dollars were laundered knowingly through the bank. I'm sorry, I don't yeah. know of any coin that has had hundreds of millions of dollars laundered through it. Yeah, but yeah, they it's, uh... get, like they fought the people. I mean, how complacent can we be, though? You know, like privacy. Get it done. Yeah, use it. Why? Why not use it? Why? Why do people? Why are people happy with it to be public? What's the argument for that? That's my. My, my, my thing is like, why?
0: Yeah, I guess I guess it's like they're not worried until they're worried, right? Like maybe eventually, you know, or maybe it's already happening now that an insurance company will look at your transactions and they'll make a decision, you know, based on how much your health insurance is going to cost or, or whatever it might be. Like you're eating too much bacon or, you know what I mean? Like I don't know if that's happening now, could be. But it I'll, could happen in the future sure. too, and um, and the only way to protect yourself is to just value your privacy and uh, and and take that more seriously. So, so yeah, yeah,
1: and um, you know, it's it's. <sighs> I I like the idea of you know an interconnected world, and I like the idea of of where technology can 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 move us to, but I think. Like I say, the, the the what what people need to realize is, you're not you're not private in, in, in anything that you do. Uh, everything is out, everything's out there for somebody to find, and at least keeping your finances private, which is a big deal. At least just doing that should allow you a feeling of safety. That you know, that at least there's something that pe- that that no one can track nobody knows yeah absolutely that's a start
0: yeah absolutely so um so we don't take up all your time Um,
1: uh i've I've, I've actually got a bit of time uh today i sort of i I booked out a block of time i was like yeah we're gonna have a chat with scott so
0: okay fair enough i booked out a block um so what is the uh the current user base size like how how many people are using dApps right now if if you get, if you can share that, I don't know if that's a part of the privacy aspect or if you're able to, uh, to uh, let us know.
1: Well, based on based, based on the current uh, Telegram numbers and um, what well, should we call it? The as Adele likes to call it the vanity metrics. Um, there's there's between uh, six and ten thousand people that okay. um, that are. Uh, you know, making use of the of, of, of the system, uh, we do at last count. I think we had just over three thousand master nodes, if my memory serves correctly. Um, pretty much everybody that we know in the uh, in, in in our in our channels is uh, staking as well. So mm-hmm. I would say we're probably yeah the the numbers are probably quite accurate. We're probably between six and eight thousand people uh, currently on the network itself.
0: Okay, awesome, and um. Are you? Are we going to see you guys at any events coming up soon? Like, should we be on the lookout for you at uh, any specific events?
1: I would love it if that was the case, Um, but we 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 have to be very careful. We have to be very strategic with where and why we spend money. Um, Going, yeah. I mean, it is a yeah. It is a bear market, so that's fair. Not only that, but look, consensus was great. I think the event gave us a lot of uh, a lot of publicity. I think it was I think it was quite fantastic. But there is events these days seem to have changed from what they used to be. Events or you know used to be a way for people to connect, for you to to uh, people to learn about about you and your product. But these days it seems more of a of an advertising method like hey, look at me. Um, this is you know, this is the cool stuff we have. And I get that, you know, that that has always been an aspect of it, but um, for events, there are none planned uh, we, we are, we, we're, we're trying to figure out how we're going to strategically move things in, in, in certain directions. So the budget spending is something that we, we, you know, we take very seriously. Mm. And, um, so for the event side of things, if we can fit one in, that would be really, really great. Uh, but right now we don't have any plans for any, uh, for any events coming up and coming soon. Although we may, we, like one of the areas that we are targeting is a uh, Southeast Asian market. Okay. Uh, we, I just, I think that there is a, an, an emerging market within, within Southeast Asia, potentially also South America specifically for, for, for privacy coins um, yeah. and Africa as well. Um, I think the way that the way that legislature and that's, that is, is is moving within the Western countries um i think they're going to try and push privacy coins underground which i think is a good thing like yeah yeah and i I know that statement sounds a little contradictory but whenever governments try and push things underground people ask why yeah and once that happens and once people realize like hey wait a minute the governments are actually super tracking these things and they know trust me, they've got the tools, man. They've got the tools and the know how not to necessarily rip apart, you know, um, privacy protocols and, uh, uh, you know, consensus algorithms and all that sort of thing. But I'm 99% sure that they can track what apps people are using, what ports they're using it on, what transactions they're sending on, 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 um, you know, public blockchains. So, um, I think it's going to be an interesting time, but uh, yeah, no, we, the, for the event side of things, we will look into it if it's, if, if it's possible. If, if it's something that we that, that we in the community feel are, is is of strategic um, use, then we'll do it. Otherwise, probably not.
0: So people should at least stay on the lookout and keep up with your Telegram and your social, just just to be safe.
1: Oh, definitely. Um, uh, yeah, Telegram, one hundred percent. We are the. It, it is our most active platform, and we are always on there. Um, there, there's there's ad, there's admins and, and moderators on twenty four seven. Um, myself and Adele are on there as 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 much as possible in order to you know help people, give them information, all of that sort of thing.
0: Yep. Okay. Cool. And <clears throat> where can everyone go to learn more about DApps in? And what is the Telegram so that they know uh, where to go? And and what's your uh, like Twitter or any of your socials that you want to throw out there?
1: All of that information is available on dapscoin.com, the website. Um, the Adele's actually the better one with. <laughs> she's the marketing guru. She's the better one with all of these things. Literally, you asked me, and I've, I've just drawn a blank on the. Uh, like what all the different little links are and all of that sort of thing. Yeah, um, no, that's
0: fair. So everyone can go to dappscoin.com. and daps
1: Coin, uh, Go to dappscoin.com. App- You'll find all of the information there um, and uh, about all of our channels, all of the you know information about daps our white paper, um, all the stuff that we did a consensus last year. Everything. Uh, the new roadmap is out as well. Uh, we should have a new newsletter coming out soon. So yeah, there's a there's there's a lot of cool stuff on there. Awesome, awesome,
0: and that's uh, that's pretty much everything for, from me. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with the audience before we end this off?
1: Look, have a look at DApps. Have a look at your privacy. Understand. I think if there's one message I want to get across to people, it's understand that you know, as our motto says, privacy is a right, not a privilege. But extend that. really take a look at your life and take a look at where you are and go, am, what am I willing to share? And what am I unwillingly sharing? Mm. And consider it from that perspective, consider it from the perspective of how, how how far are you willing to go with that? And if you feel at any point in time, like, you know what, maybe I do actually want to sort of start moving my, uh, my, my, my fiat assets into into digital assets, and I want to do that on a private basis. Jump onto our Telegram, ask us questions. We're well, we're always there. We're more than happy to answer answer questions about you know the technology, about the wallets, about how it all works, and um, yeah, come and engage with us.
0: Awesome, awesome. And I know you're in Australia, so I don't know if you're anywhere near any of the like the bushfires that are going on just uh stay
1: safe yeah no fortunately we're not uh we did have some fires Mm -hmm. around uh around the area um sort of late december or actually early december but we're nowhere near the 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 fires in southeastern new south wales which um you know the mega fire that's burning there at the moment Mm -hmm. it's sad it really is um yeah it's you Half a billion animals that they estimate are going to be dead because of it it's it's wow. it's it's Great. tragic if i mean it's almost the size of the u k right the the, yeah. the the size of the fires are burning right now so but no we're safe uh it's good so you know thank you very much for that. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah, and um and thank you again for for coming on and setting aside uh, some time to do this. I really appreciate it and um I think everyone has a lot to learn about privacy and I think dApps is uh, probably the best solution out there. So, I highly oh, recommend thank it. You for that. I've got I appreciate some that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I've got some daps coin myself. And nice. um and yeah, and I and I highly recommend people go and check it out. And again, thank you uh thank you for doing this.
1: Thank you very much, Scott. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you, mate.